the Frames Per Second podcast. Who is you, Sharon? I'm on time, try not to remember. Try to forget all those times. At some point, you gotta decide for yourself who you gonna be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. You were all telling why the other boys kick his ass all the time. What's wrong? I'm good. No, I ain't seen good, and you ain't it. Remember the last time I saw you? Listen. To who, Ma? Huh? To you? Who is you, man? I ain't seen you in like a decade. It's not what I expected. What did you expect? What's going on? It's your boy Nikki Duce, aka Mr. No Disrespect. What up, man? What's going on? <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and you're now tuned into the first for second podcast. <laughs> In this episode, we are continuing on our five-part Blacklist Rewatchable series review. Um, and, of course, because it's Black History Month, we wanted to recognize a few classic black films in cinema. Some classic black films. Yeah. Nah, they all classic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Denzel and Antoine Fisher. <laughs> uh, but this episode, we are dedicating to Moonlight. The 2016 Best Picture uh, of the Year from the Oscars and Barry Jenkins' most recognizable film, I believe. Uh, so yeah, let's get started with we. Well, we have a special guest joining us, Shelton from the Black Korea Podcast. How you doing? Hey man, doing good, man. Good to be here again with y'all. Appreciate you having you on. I uh, missed you on a few of <laughs> the last ones, but yeah, we got we always make up for it. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so let's get into it. So Moonlight, what did y'all think of it? Well, this is the one I brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, this this is. Uh, I thought it was an amazing, amazing movie. I was very uh, shocked when I first when I first saw. It. I didn't know what to expect when I went to go see it. Honestly speaking, it just you know, just from the previews, it just looked interesting to me. And when I walked away from the theater, I was like, wow. That was really that was really really amazing to me personally. So um so you saw it in the theater? Yeah, I absolutely okay. did. Yeah. All right. No, yeah, I didn't. Um I don't know if I rented it or not, but yeah, me and the wife watched it um one night, one Saturday night. And um and yeah, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was um, you know, a good watch. Uh very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, watching uh, you know, his his journey. Um, the different types of things he had to deal with just in life general generally, and um and the embrace that he had from certain people you wouldn't expect, and you know how he dealt with that. So overall, I thought it was a it was an in- enjoyable film. So fi- film, so I I liked it. What about you, Shelton? I was scared to watch it because because of what some people told me. I don't know why Mike sent you up. Like, why you let Why you let Mike scare you like that, man? Hey man, I was That's trying to help. Yeah, but it was it was it was it was a good. Fit. I thought it was shot really well. Yeah, for me, 
Um, I want to know why you thought it was was. I, I want to know what you got from it. Mm-hmm. You know, from a film perspective, I got you. what made it so good to you. you. I liked it. Like I said, I like watching it. Just to me, it just didn't. I wanted to to develop more. I wanted to see where it led. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, they each in each chapter to me, I think it kind of cut off a little short, which they had to. You yeah. know, of course, to fit it in a in a film. But each one of those chapters could have been developed more. And and that's not a criticism of the film. That's just me wanting more. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah I, just before we get to be, yeah, it did feel a little abrupt mm-hmm. when it run, goes from little to Sharon to black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you think about it? B? Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%, actually, Shelton. Um, and yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, I did feel like the chapters were like just, I don't know. I, I can't even say rush, but it just mm-hmm. I feel like once they went to, I'm like, oh, damn, we in the, next phase or yeah. whatever so yeah but i mean it was, it was like like you said it was shot well i agree but it's just i don't know i mean i wasn't like super going crazy over it like because i only watched it because it won the oscar for best picture so yeah oh, you, wanted, it, you watched it after that yeah i watched it after that so i was like okay let me see what this is about so um i checked it out i was like okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. okay how about you mike um <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> uh, I I like the movie. I feel like I like the way it was shot, and the kind of um, the kind of subtle poetic moments that are in the movie mm-hmm. a lot more than the story. I'm one of the few people that I didn't like the story very much. I felt like the story itself didn't really go anywhere. You know, from him being little to him being kind of a teenager and being picked on to then him at the end coming back as like a grown adult and then kind of meeting up with his first crush. I guess it's kind of a cute story, but at the end of the day, I felt like it felt a little bit shallow. Hmm. I like the film. Uh, I didn't I didn't see it for the first time until just last year. Hmm. Um, and I was uh, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and after it ended, she was just like, that's it? Like, right. <laughs> I think that's how more, a lot of black people But were. when I rewatched it just now to do this review, I appreciated it more to more with the sentiments of what Mike was saying. Just more, I guess, more cinematography wise. And like, I like how Barry Jenkins does his shots where he sits on a character for a little bit longer than you would expect for most films. And um, the pacing, even though some scenes, I think some chapters were rushed, you want to see more of that or more of that of how he grew into the next chapter. But I think for the again for what the film required as far as time, it made sense for how it went. But I did like the fact that we get three different parts of one life, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. lifelong story. Uh, <clears throat> first question I got for y'all was just more about Mahershala Ali in this film, and because he got a lot of recognition from him. he got an Oscar. Mm-hmm. His first Oscar was from this film, even though he's only in one chapter, and that's it. And that one chapter is probably what twenty minutes of the but film. But I think in that one chapter he made a really huge impact because this was like his breakout role right like was it because I, I hadn't i hadn't heard it i don't know if it was but was, i hadn't was, heard of him i thought house of cards was, was luke cage luke, see i was in he was in luke cage before was, yeah. was luke yeah. cage before this yeah. yeah i think so 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 to me it was his breakout role because i didn't i wasn't on to luke cage um early on and i, and I wasn't on to house of cards early on mm-hmm. but i didn't think he had this type of like i don't know if he stood out the same way in house of cards as he did in this and Luke Cage, but he even was in the Luke, best part of Luke Cage. But, yeah, but even, in, yeah, but no, but even in Luke Cage, though, he died off. Like, was that the first like, halfway, uh, through, halfway yeah, through? Halfway through, through like that. But he killed. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But he killed that. But see, I hadn't watched it. I, I don't think I watched it before this or whatnot. Yeah. But um, 
But no, nah, yeah, man, I think I think he killed this role. You know what I mean? And I think for me personally, it just it was different. It was a di- I had never seen a film like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of going to what you was asking me about it. I had never seen a film like this and and kind of what Mike was saying about it being poetic. I just found I just found it to be poetic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't and it was like it wasn't a lot of dialogue in a lot of moments. It was just like kids playing, rehearsal mm-hmm. looking like, you know, feeling guilty about things. It was just they used a lot of the imagery to tell the story. Even even like the 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 beach scene. That was just a lot of imagery. It mm-hmm. wasn't like a over the top like uh, quote unquote gay moment or whatever or homosexual right. uh, moment and I just like I just thought it was artistic even that moment right like mm-hmm. that moment was really artistic it was a homosexual moment but they made it artistic you know with the ocean the lighting like how did you turn that that type of thing into such an artsy thing mm-hmm. and I thought that was amazing that they were able to do that I was like oh man this 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 is I, I was just in, in, in the theater I remember I remember just like shaking my head like man this is they 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 they're killing this or whatnot. Um, and and I can agree that you know the story's a bit shallow, but I think that was intentional. You know what I'm saying? I think it was shallow, <clears throat> shallow intentionally because they wanted to focus more just on this guy going through these changes all the way up until he's you know older. Right. I mean, you don't need much dialogue for that. Like like Mike just told a whole story in his in his <laughs> beginning statement. That was mm-hmm. that's basically the story. You know right. what I'm saying? But um, no, nah, man, and, and I kind of like that storytelling when they're able to do, you know, from stages. And, you know, A24 always, in my opinion, produces great. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know, realize they did Euphoria. I just not realized. Yeah. So, that, so the lighting in that yeah. and this and Euphoria, I was like, oh, man, now I, I get it. I don't think I realized it until I just did watched it. Did you pick it. up the color? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With, no, 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 no. Oh, like oh. The, the meaning with the whole color thing in Moonlight. Uh-uh. Because no, remember no. we were talking about Euphoria and we were talking about how they use certain colors. Yeah. So when you if you ever get around to watching it again, mm-hmm. look for how they use the color blue. Yeah, and I remember he said the he said boy in in moonlight black mm-hmm. boy look blue. Yeah, that's the and, name of the book. Right. Yeah. yeah well, mm-hmm. I thought it was a play. Is it a book? Oh yeah, it's a play. It's it's a uh, play uh, playwright or something. Right. Like right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you watch it again, they play with the color blue a lot mm-hmm. throughout the film. Like the when he's um, when he's younger. Mm-hmm. And he's telling that story. You have the ocean. And then mm-hmm. later on, when uh, they're on the beach, mm-hmm. they're in the moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a blue kind of overcast mm-hmm. over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then if you watch, when he gets to school and he walks in, uh, Little is wearing a blue and white shirt. Oh, yeah. Kevin is wearing a blue and white mm-hmm. shirt. But the 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 colors are, are flipped. Like, one of them has more blue in his shirt than the other, mm-hmm. which... It wouldn't really matter that much when you really think about it, but when you watch it and you realize the stage of life that they're both in, mm-hmm. it means a lot because Kevin was kind of already sort of where Little was trying to get, mm-hmm. so their colors were reversed. Mm-hmm. And if you if you watch sure. more, like, they use blue in that scene where he's dipping his face in the water, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. and then when they flip through to where he's an adult, he's coming up out of the water, there's more blue there. Like, there's just... And I didn't get it until like the second time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But if you really pay attention, anytime they bring blue up on the sh- on the screen, yeah. it's a very, very, very important moment. Yeah. And I think that tells blue. Didn't even catch that. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. see, when they're talking in the hallway, when mm-hmm. when Kevin and um and little, when they're a little bit older and they're talking in the hallway, there's right. this backdrop mm-hmm. that's really bright blue. Yeah. Kevin walks out of the blue backdrop, and then when <laughs> Kevin leaves. Little walks into, mm. or Chiron at that point, walks yeah. into the blue backdrop. Yeah. 
So I get that's that's where we are in agreement to mm-hmm. where, even though I do think the story is fairly shallow, right. I think that they did an amazing job telling a story without telling a story. Right, yes. right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going back to Mahershala and his performance, mm-hmm. his presence in this film, especially as a black man from the hood, because he was running shit pretty yeah. much. Did were were y'all surprised that they broke that stereotype, especially like how caring and giving he was to little? Well, any if if you Growing up in the hood, and probably B, you can mm-hmm. attest to this. Like that's that's how dope boys were. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they gave to the children. They gave like to the to their community. You know what right. I'm saying? They looked over their community. They they protected their community. Um, it was just people on the outside coming into the community that they were so serving to. Uh, that's why you know he ain't with nobody. You know, smoking on the block and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they just wanted to keep that out. You know what I mean? So that that was surprising. Yeah. Did you mean about the gay? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant as far because I I get that's what I'm saying. I get how street street culture helps raise young black boys, but like this black boy and this guy, especially the way he presents himself, because he's like he gives off that alpha male. Everybody know his name, like Juan, Mm -hmm. and they respect it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like for him to take this kid on who's quiet Mm -hmm. and he kind of already knows why people are picking on him, but he doesn't care and he wants to embrace him. Like did he? Yeah, he kind of knew. He knew that that yeah. that the boy was because I thought he didn't really think about it until the mom said something. But no, when, he, he, I think he, yeah. Go ahead. When she kind of she was implying like you know like that's how she was saying it to him, and I think he already knew. Mm-hmm. He just tried to get past it. Yeah. I think that Teresa, what, huh. what's her name, Teresa? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Teresa. She she helped a lot in that too, mm-hmm. to kind of create that softness and that that barrier that buffer between the two. Mm-hmm. So I think that that helped him to kind of be a little more. Wait, when did he imply that he knew that 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 Lil was gay. He wasn't shocked when she said that. He didn't really imply it, but when she she implied, like you know, and he no, was I, like, but I thought he made. I thought he kind of like made this face, like he I, was processing. I think it. he was more mm-hmm. upset as far as why she's saying this information, like okay. like more of like you're supposed to be his mother. Why are you right? Why are you right. smoking rock one and two? Why are you talking about him like? No, I get yeah. that, but I did. I never got the impression that he knew before that. Did they go to the ocean before that moment? Yes, swimming. Yeah. So yeah, in that moment, then when they went to the beach or whatever, he he actually told him like you know, um, how he found out who he was, and he's like, "Yo, you'll know when it's right when it's time." Because I think in his mind, he he kind of oh, knew, okay. probably before mm-hmm. before the little boy did. Like yeah, you know, it seemed like everybody knew except the little boy. He was a little unsure about it. Yeah. I always took that as he was just saying, "You'll know who you are," as in like. Because he was he was obviously a kid that was an outsider that was being picked on. Oh, I, I always took I it as you'll you'll figure out who you are when you get a little older. But y'all are saying he was saying that's, you'll, yeah. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought, yeah. I thought okay. he was saying because he knew. I mean, and, and and people like I know like going back to the hood uh, reference that you brought up. Like people knew when people were gay in the hood or whatever. I don't know if as as a child, right, that young, but right. you know we had a couple gay guys in the hood and, mm-hmm. and like um and yeah people. I wouldn't say like embraced them like that or took them in, but nobody fucked with them. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know if they were, you know, protected mm-hmm. or they felt protected by somebody. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. My follow up as far as like, because this is taking place in Liberty City or Miami. Mm. I mean, um, it's in, it's in, Miami, it's in Miami, but it's like a part of, uh, it's a small town maybe called Liberty City. Yeah, I, I think, so. Okay. Um, I think so. Definitely yeah. got that Miami look to it. It yeah. is. No, it's Miami, Miami, but it's yeah. like Liberty City. Yeah. Had, we had to get FIFO. To yeah, because I think I'm, I, I think that's, is that a hood FIFO? Mm-hmm. He said it's Miami. Yeah. yeah. So, but, so for me, it's like, I was asking that because I want to know what the city played, did that feel like it played a role in this film as another character as far as a backdrop? As I don't far as think the, so. the scenes really. and, and 
Because when you talk about the water, like this whole movie yeah. is pretty much surrounded by water. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think the, he's from there, isn't he? The um, director. Uh, I think that's his. Yeah, home. whoever I wrote think the I story that. is, um, I believe. But like yeah. how water is around this whole film, okay. and obviously you want to do it in a place where not only is uh, it's well, the story around. I think they did shoot it, shoot it in Liberty City. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Things like and like yeah. and like the characters you see from like you see, like you see as in his teenage year as uh, Chiron like. Some of those hood characters mm-hmm. from Miami and stuff, because I, I heard Miami. I know we people probably uh, glorify it as like a retirement area or place, or whatever. But it's actually you know pretty bad and rough sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So I liked how they showed this side of like what black people go through mm-hmm. in this area that's looked at as para- hood, that's yeah, looked at yeah. as paradise to most when mm-hmm. it comes to like oh you by the beach and all that shit. But it's like nah, I'm actually going through some real shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barry Jenkins grew up in the areas, and he did he made an effort to film in locations where he previously lived. So that's why that that was that was his story. No, I don't think it was his story. I think it was the uh, the co the co producer, the guy that wrote the the play the the playwright. Yeah, Terrell it's, Alvin. Yeah, it's, uh, it's his story, not his story. I'm sorry. Oh, I, meant, okay. I meant like his. It took place where he was. That's what I meant by that. Got gotcha. you. Uh, what did y'all think about Janelle Monae's performance oh, in this? Yeah. Yeah, she, she was yeah. gorgeous she, she in this, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's she's how always like, gorgeous. Yeah, no I'm just saying, in this yeah. one, it was yeah. like she was just normal. You ain't yeah. see her in that suit. And I was like, all right, this, this is just... Yeah. She's yeah. yeah. um, been gorgeous. Yeah, her hair yeah. was out. Mm-hmm. Look, we talking about... How did, how, what y'all think about Neil over here? I mean, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, but her... Typical man. She was fine, though. I was surprised about her acting chops. She was just yeah. a natural on the screen for me. And, see that, mm-hmm. and I'm going back to like, and I know y'all said it's no, it wasn't a breakout perform, performance for Mahershala, but it was for the other guys, like the dude that played Sharon, uh, mm-hmm. Jarrell Jerome, which he was in if, mm-hmm. when they uh, when they see us. When they see us, yeah. yeah. That's what he's from. Yeah. I, I kept staring at him, and he was Corey. Yeah, he was Corey. Yes, yeah, dumbass. Yes. So he, I, and he I won a war for that. And he won a mm-hmm. war for that. So it's just like, man, this this yeah. Naomi Harris, we know what she's mm-hmm. able to do. Um, so yeah. it's just like broke out. It's the mother. The mother. What did she do after? Um, she's, I want to say she's, she, a, she's been a Bond girl. She's like uh, in all the Bond movies. I've never seen her. And she didn't want to play. Uh, she didn't want to do the role. Nah, she didn't. She I was gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she didn't. Uh, she well, go ahead. Crackhead. Finish your no, point. No, no, that's it. I was just, I was just listing off um, some of the people that you know have been recognized after this movie. So the guy so, that right. played Little was he in something after this? The only I seen the, he's he the only shot. He played. Oh, he is. Oh, he, he played Rizzo. Well, you talking no, about no, Shyron? No, not him. You talking about little, oh. the little boy? Oh, little like, boy. <laughs> that's the only oh, one I don't know boy, that if he went on and really. did something else. He I was, don't know about he, him. He's in the shy. That's a uh, oh, Showtime wow. show. Yeah, we talking about in, the youngest. Or yeah, the, the youngest. Middle the youngest one. The youngest one is in the shy. What yeah. about the middle version? The middle version. Middle version. We played Riz. I forgot about that. And the oldest guy. I haven't watched that. He's in the Equalizer too. The the teenager. The teenager one. Yeah, and he's in that movie that I had wanted you to watch. Native Son. Native Son. He's in that too. I thought I did watch that with the green hair. That's okay. yeah, you would have yeah. remembered if you watched that. They okay. they've all have been in uh films. I think uh the older one, he's gonna be in this new um what's her name? He's gonna be in an uh, auto uh biopic. Didn't he play them uh whatchamacallit with Sandra Bullock? The oldest Bird Box. He was in Bird Box. Yeah, he was in Bird Box. Which yeah, yeah, that's what, the yeah. old, oldest one. The old, the old black. black adult. Yeah, yeah. Black. 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 He was in Bird Box. He was in Bird Box. The one, the he's doing only a lot black, of movies. Only yeah. black yeah. dude that was in Bird Box. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember a black guy in Bird Box. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Um well, him. speaking of Naomi Harris, uh, like Ken was saying, she didn't even. She was in interviews saying that she never wanted to be a black woman that played a, a drug addict, a crackhead, pretty mm, much. She that. didn't like that type of portrayal. But I think this story just captivated her enough to be like, "I'll do it." I think she was on a time crunch because I believe she shot all of her scenes in like two weeks. Wow! Mm. So it was well, the movie was like 
they had to do a lot with less, but yeah, they yeah. had a, low, a really low budget. Yeah, like movie. they had to shoot stuff real quickly. I want to say like less than two million to shoot this movie. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was on a really tight budget. I can see that though. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, like, like, I, yeah, I but. That. But what it did ended up being an amazing feeling one best picture of a movie that's under two million? That's like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? What did y'all think? <laughs> what did y'all think of her, her character and her performance as Sharon's uh, mother? I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, "Please don't be a crackhead." And when she shook, because like when he when he was by himself and he's getting picked on by the kids, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember Herschel Ali's character's name. Juan. Juan. When Juan finds him. And he asks about, you know, where are your parents? Where's your mama? Oh, she does something, something, something. Where's your daddy? He doesn't say anything. So we have, mm-hmm. assume the dad's dead. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, let the mama not be a crackhead. Mm-hmm. And when she, when he takes him back to the house and the mom comes walking up and looked like she was in like nurse scrubs or yeah. something, I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. She's not a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Right. Great. Couple scenes later, here we go. She, when she's grabbing shit off the table and she's like, Telling the guy to come in the room, I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. oh but I think crackhead. even as a crackhead, she had a lot of sense. Like uh, when she checked uh, uh, one. one or whatever after you know basically calling the pot kettle black or whatever. She's like, well, you selling me the rocks, or right. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think even me. as yeah, even as a crackhead, she still had an impactful type of but, role. Yeah, and then and, even you know when she told him to go to school, yeah, too, yeah, she was yeah. Like, it was like, it's like yeah, what yeah. you doing? But that scene was weird to me because. From Juan's perspective, because I'm thinking like, like you said, like as drug dealers, they they're known to try to look out for the community mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like a, how do you do that when you're potentially killing and destroying the community? That's, that's the yeah, that's, that's the battle. Yeah, but I'm just saying, but like, was that the first time he thought about it? Like, like that? Well, like, you you saw him struggle with that when they like had cried. the conversation at the table. Is that what you're talking he, about? Well, n- I'm I'm talking about that, but at the same time, I'm trying to be like. But you were a drug dealer. You know you probably giving this to somebody's mama, somebody's daddy, somebody's sister, somebody's daughter. But he that's does, probably, but yeah. that's that's when he came face to face with that. Yeah. Like with that little kid and the impact of what, you know, that's having. Mm-hmm. So that's why you saw him cry because. And I thought that was important too. Yeah. yeah. It shows some remorse. dudes in the hood, like, they, they swear they doing the, the best in the hood. I'm like, yeah. man, but y'all really, you know, you're killing somebody else's community. Yep. And sometimes right. your own. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes your own, depending on who's taking the drugs. Yep. Sometimes you don't even realize that the lady down the street is getting them, getting them rocks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah it's, I like how they also brought in the whole. I'm sorry, Shelton. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. You sure? Yeah. You're going you know, to forget? No. I like how they brought in the aspect when she said, and don't give me that whole thing about somebody else is going to sell it to me. You're selling it to exactly. me. Because that's what a lot of hood dudes exactly. will say. Is like, well, if I'm not doing it, like, somebody it else me. will do yeah. it. So I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and do it. So I like how they brought up that whole, and it was in just such a short scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they addressed like a lot, a lot of different <laughs> issues that go on in the hood. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought that was dope. With very, without being like some real like, like over tr- yeah, yeah. It, just, it, it was uh-huh. just real subtle. Even the one, the one corner dude. It was just real subtle dialogue between them, but you got like the one was like, "Yo, how your family doing?" Oh yeah, she excellent. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. know, <laughs> it was just it, it's that moment says so much because yeah. you could say that about you know just that one scene. You just can imagine plenty of other dudes in other mm-hmm. corners with that with so much so little because right. it seemed it seemed real. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and I was gonna say he won that award just from that conversation at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. That one conversation to me was so. It was just huge in 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 the the symbolism of him. well mm-hmm. basically him just being so he was conflicted right then and there like mm-hmm. so you sold it like my mom do drugs you right. sell drugs mm-hmm. he asked was he gay what is, you know what does that mean and all, no, he's you know, asking no. was he a faggot yeah yeah right. yeah, right. yeah. Said, all that stuff right no. then and there that mm-hmm. one conversation was I was like man that's just a, and it was just an amazing scene 
No, it was it was. awesome back well, then. Well, you know, it was like uh, it's a word that people say to make gay people feel bad, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, and then the kid asked, he was like, well, you don't have to decide that now. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, you know, just allow yourself to grow. Like, yeah. you know, be a kid and um, and leave all the other stuff, you know, for later. So you know I what? That, that part confused me, though, because mm-hmm. he says, he asked him, am I a faggot? And he says, he says, he explained what you just said. And then he says, um, you can be gay. But you don't have to be a faggot. And then he says, unless. And then, like, and then what Janelle. Was he, but what was yeah. he going to. I don't know what he was going to say, but oh, Janelle was like, she, she stopped him. I know. Him. She makes his face like, don't go there. Mm-hmm. But I have, since I've seen this movie, I've been trying to figure out where was what he was going. What was the unless? Yeah. Yeah. Unless what? I don't and know. I, I asked my wife. The only thing I think of was. Yeah, like, I asked my wife, and she, we, we didn't really know. Oh, man. Like, what was he say the last part again? I'm, I don't want to misquote, but I'm almost positive. Yeah, he, he says does, he does say you can that. be gay, but you don't have to be a faggot unless. Yeah, he, he, yeah, it's like don't let nobody else call you that. I that's what I'm that saying. Part. That's 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 what I was thinking. Maybe yeah. he's saying don't let them punk you. Like don't let them. But boys nah, come over he here. was gonna go to a different point because he said so? he said unless, and then he looks up and Janelle Monae's like, nah, don't go there. So mm. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell that point was. Because remember, well, even though Juan wasn't present for that conversation, but that's what Kevin told him. He was like, mm-hmm. man, you got to stand up. You got to show them you ain't no punk. Mm-hmm. Right. So they'll stop picking on you. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So I don't know if if he was going to go there too. Mm-hmm. That was that was what he, I was, that's the only thing there. I could think. He'd yeah. already gone there. He'd already said, you know, you don't have to let people treat you a certain way. Yeah. Oh, you're he'd, right. He'd right. He did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. just reiterated. Talking about when it was kids, right? Yeah, when he was, they, when he was a child. When, yeah, when he was a kid. When they were at the dinner table, and I, oh, okay. I, I've been trying to figure this out ever since, and it sucks because every single person I've asked, yeah, I they can't. Have, they're like, I have no idea. I have to watch it again. I, and, I, and I just and I, watched, rewatched it. And I know what what part you're talking about. I just mm-hmm. need to know the specific wording, and then that maybe I could put because that together. stuck out to me too. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't. Yeah. I, I just thought maybe I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was something that he was like, "You're too young to know about what I'm about to say, yeah. so I'm gonna stop right now." Like I said, I, it, I and I, I thought the same thing. I, I just thought he was saying, "Unless you, unless you are just that, and you're just gonna let him treat you like that." Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's just what I got from um, it. But I, once again, yeah, like you said, maybe. it could not have. It could have been something else behind that too. It was, it was a lot. So and maybe that's maybe they did intentionally, like yeah. because that conversation could have went twenty different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe they intentionally left it that way so you wouldn't know where he yeah. was going. Because like you insert your own. Yeah, you insert. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That could mm-hmm. be what it is. That mm-hmm. makes sense. One of the most interesting, I think, out of the whole movie, I mean, and y'all could probably disagree with me. I think the most interesting story in between the three is Chiron, and it's because not only do we get the beach scene from that, but we also get that altercation he has with the, the bully that, mm-hmm. that's been constantly ridiculing him. Mm-hmm. Denver, I feel like it's been the, the kid grew up from when he was a kid mm-hmm. that was bullying him back then. Um, and it's funny because you get the beach scene and then you get that scene where the bully uh, comes up to uh, Kevin and says, like, remember you, that game we used to play where you used mm-hmm. to just beat motherfuckers up? Just punch them, shit, knock them out, knock yeah. down, yeah. yeah. And, and it ends up being... Uh, the guy he just had, you know, this, inter- this interaction with, the yeah. interaction with just probably the night before, and like the way that Sharon just hands, <laughs> the way that Sharon is called. Oh, that, that's that's what I called it. But they called they called call that a black sandcastle. <laughs> I don't know what they called it. 
All I know is that they both were gripping the sand. He had to wipe it. He had to wipe it off in the beach, and he, had, he was gripping the beach. <laughs> I ain't never seen nobody grip stupid. the beach before. Damn sand, hey. You ain't got hey. sand hand according to you. Them sand hands, man. You gonna be gripping that beach, boy? I'm telling you, man. He knew it was on when he started uh, massaging the back of that neck. Oh, I knew it was coming. Yeah, man. Now nah, he he started. You knew it was coming. You're a fucking. Did idiot. you do that I on hate all of you? <laughs> I fucking hate all of you. I'm sorry, man. Leave me alone. I'm just saying when he was thumbing the back of that neck, I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, that's the move. That's the move. That's, 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 that's the move. When that thumb hit that circle, <laughs> when that thumb hit that circle motion, you know what's about to happen, and, boy. And, and we and they kids, so they ain't drinking. He was he got him with a blunt first. He's like, here, let me get you high real quick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they start kind of elbowing yeah. and touching each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> you always you always playing, bro. It's Friday. Why you always you call me black? Yeah, why you always, why always call, call me black? black? Why you always call me black, Kevin? <laughs> right. That scene was because I mean I think when I first watched it. Mm. Of course, I immediately was like, "Okay, he's gonna give him a blowjob." Mm. But for some for too. some reason, I after watching it, it was like, for some reason, the handy just made more sense. It mm. does. It I makes, don't know why. I don't know why just, either. I guess because he had his his head kind of on his neck uh-huh. and he was kind of caressing him while he was doing it. Right. So I'm like, I ain't never got like a a caressful handy I know, like this. Right? Like, <laughs> Like, I want one of those. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. You know what I'm saying? I felt a little jealous. I'm like, damn. Looking at your, looking at your girl like, damn. Like, why, why the fuck you do me like that? Like that? Right. You know what I'm saying? You want aggressive Give me that moonlight, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I want that moonlight special. Give me that moonlight Y'all stupid. Yeah. And it was on the beach, too, at night. Right. Like, so it was romantic as shit. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful scene. I was just like, you know how, like, you know how women be like, why you don't do me like that, honey? You can look at your That's girl like, damn. He treat him better than you treat me. Look how satisfied he is. Yo, look at, first, you know I, I want to grip the sand too. I'm saying. I want to be moaning on your neck. I want to be hugging up on your neck afterwards. Shit. Why'd you call me black? I'm saying. Call me black, goddammit. Right. The fuck? Yeah, no, but like, now I'm just going to say, yeah, man, it really was a beautiful scene. I legit felt weird I'm like man why is this like such a <laughs> beautiful, beautiful scene like this shouldn't be but then but it's just the way it shot the, the, the choice of of, of uh, interaction they, they did not a blowjob so it wasn't like overly like, sexual sexual yeah. it was just like it was man. pretty yeah, it was exactly. It, made, it, it just was made delicate. sense. I feel like it just made sense. It did make sense, and I think a blowjob would not have made sense. Yeah, no. the more, I especially for him it. to yeah, receive yeah. that, because he's not, because yeah. he's, he's still figuring himself. Confused. Yeah. Which, which when you say he, you talking about Kevin or Sharon? Sharon. Kevin I was. I think Kevin had done that before. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, he he said it in the car. He was like, "You ain't never done that before, huh?" Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Kev- it seemed like Kevin had been been down there. Well, road. yeah, he ain't hands Kevin before. been on the beach. Yeah. That's how he knew how to wipe it off. That's how he knew. That's all we do. Yeah. Kevin got a beach house. We're gonna get rid of yeah. the evidence. This gonna right. come on right. up and just and you, rinse it away. And you know why that he 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 has done it before? Because you remember in the bathroom scene with all the other boys, they was looking at each other's dicks and shit. Yeah. So you know, at some points, maybe something would have came out of that. Not saying that the boys were gay because they were looking yeah. at each other's. <laughs> I mean, you get me when I say it, but you don't get him when he said it. What happened? Somebody came out of it. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody came out of it. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. What you mean? What you mean? Well, because. Maybe I'm alone, but that seems like something that all little boys do. Did I did? Okay, so yeah. I don't think that that, and I think that's why that scene was so impactful. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said what I said. Like, that you something could have so? possibly possibly came because I know I know boys do that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But that don't mean that they're gay because they little boys just do that type of shit. That's what I mean. Yeah. So why do you think that something could have popped off after that because of that happening? Say that one more time. 
Oh, so you were you were saying that you think Kevin may have been down that road before because because of were... that type of interaction. I mean, because oh. even even though it could be a normal boy thing, it might not. Be. It, it might not be in a case. Well, gotcha. I think the reason why I because it it felt obvious to me that Kevin was trying to hide. Who he was, mm-hmm. or he was by. I was gonna. Yeah, say, that's what I was trying to figure out. That's what, that's why I was saying that beach scene was interesting because it was show to me. It was showcasing two sides of of black gay men, the, the ones who mask it like Sharon, and the ones well, no, the ones who mask it like Kevin, mm-hmm. and the ones who are alone to deal with it themselves like Sharon. Well, I don't think Kevin was gay. Yeah, was, I think so was, but I think he but was, I was thinking. You know how they always say overcompensating. Yeah. Because every time he would talk to Kevin, at least when they were getting older, he or in that teenage, he was talking about. Messing with girls, yeah. fucking chicks, like or overly he could just be bisexual. Right. That's what I was trying to figure out. I don't know which one it is. I, I thought he yeah. was bisexual. Yeah. I didn't take it as yeah. he was straight gay, and I think that's a misconception that hmm. people have that Probably. if you're a man and you have some sort of gay interaction, you're automatically gay. And that's how I used to think. I used to think, well, it's, it's gay. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, you know, like if you have have an interaction with a guy, I mean, it's not a bisexual thing. You're just straight up gay. But mm-hmm. but then you know as I got older and started understanding a lot lot more things about it like I'm like oh well, yeah now I see what people are saying well okay mm-hmm. it technically is bisexual well, it's, hard I, for, it's hard for, no, no 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 go ahead no when I when I rewatched it I had the thought that maybe he was just bi mm-hmm. um, because it was I don't know watching it a second time I got a different vibe the first time I watched it I thought growing up in that neighborhood mm-hmm. seeing Sharon get picked on a lot mm-hmm. he probably just didn't want to deal with that yeah. so he's just gonna you know, just play the, be hyper-aggressive and yeah, masculine yeah, right. and all this other stuff. So that's why he was all, when he talked to Sharon, he was like, yeah, man, I was fucking this bitch, blah, 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 blah. You know, and he was just trying not to reveal who he was deep inside. But then, mm-hmm. that was the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, I was like, when he told the story about having the kid and Samantha mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, right. I was like, well, shit, I, he probably just buy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he, like, why would he tell... Why would he tell Sharon about? Remember the fine ass chick. You remember mm-hmm. the fine ass yeah. chick. Mm-hmm. If if Kevin knew he was gay himself, and he knew Sharon was gay, mm-hmm. then there wouldn't be much of a reason for him to be like, "Remember that fine ass chick? Right. Yeah, yeah, I had a kid." Why? Because who at that point who is he masking it for? Right. Yeah. Right. I think he. Mm-hmm. I think Kevin was bisexual, and maybe mm-hmm. inside of Kevin's head, he maybe thought Sharon was bisexual as well. Well, I thought I well. Now you're making me. Rethink it, mm-hmm. but I, the way he was describing his situations with, I think you're talking about when they got to the adulthood when he was yeah, explaining the baby. He was saying like, man, I I had to pretend to act a certain way because that's what I thought everybody expected me to act, and now I'm more at peace with how I am now. I think he said that towards the end of the film. Like he did, did say he? It. He, said, yeah. he said it. He said Yeah, like this is the happiest I've ever been. Like yeah. I feel like. That? Uh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin did. did. Kevin. Yeah, like, and that's why I was thinking, like, maybe he was masking it the whole time. That's why he did all that stuff because he was just playing a role that people expected him to play. Mm-hmm. Huh. But now that y'all mentioning, like, he could just be. <laughs> that's a simple question. Yeah, our answer could be no. Like, but they, like, you make you make a good point. Though. Yeah, yeah I, I, good point. I didn't think of that. No, you that's make a good point. So let me ask y'all this. Let me ask you as a teenager, like, and I think we talk about this with Dwayne Ways. Like, some some don't always know where they are in life. They they might still be confused at a at a teenage mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. you know what I mean so that could have been the case too like I don't know what I like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm bisexual I right. don't know if I'm whatever but all I right. know is that I like this moment I like the moment I had yeah. with S- Samantha or whatever mm-hmm. and that's just what it is but, but what I, you were saying Shelton Shelton so 
y'all answer this for me because I didn't get this part. Is mm-hmm. is it saying like Black never he didn't have anybody else from that point? Yeah, like, he, he was he was yeah. Sullivan basically. Yeah, Dang. He, yeah, nobody else, no other interaction, not just men, but just mm-hmm. just women. Either. Look, you, yeah. see, you see right. the lifestyle he got? Like he, you saw his routine. He wake up well, he wake up in a cold sweat mm-hmm. <laughs> every morning, and he work out, and then he go drug deal and go but home. You, but you gonna work some pussy in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, but I'm saying, like, for him though, for how he grew up and everything he went through, I wouldn't expect him to be going out on the prowl looking for anybody, even well, men or women. Yeah, I would, I would too. I really, yeah. would. Yeah. Maybe not men, yeah. but I would expect that he would keep masking who he was by fucking a bunch of yeah. chicks. So the fact that he never had a single person touch him and he's never touched anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first watched the movie, I was like, mm, I don't like this part. Mm. Second, third, fourth viewing, I'm like, it makes a lot yeah. more sense because Kevin probably, I'm not Kevin, uh, Black probably still doesn't fully accept that he's gay. Yeah, right. Even as an adult, mm-hmm. he probably still just thinks that maybe I am only attracted to this guy. Yeah. Because that's the only guy I've ever been with, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not interested in any other guys. Mm-hmm. Did you find it, as far as the the, the Black side of the movie, um, did you find it weird how he was interacting with like the people, like his like his block boys and like? What do you mean in what in what way? Because like that scene where he was like the count was off, you know what I mean? Like what was the point of that? Or the scene where um they were in the car together and they were just driving. He was like, "Where the hoes at?" And he was like, uh, "I don't know where." He was it. testing him. Yeah, he, he said he, it. He literally yeah, he, said it. Sorry, go ahead, bro. No, I'm just saying he literally said it. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah, he was he was basically he was basically doing for that corner boy what no one did for him. He was making that he was making him feel uncomfortable, and he was like, "Look, if you can't take a little joke, then you're not gonna make it out here, basically." Mm. But nobody really did that for him. Like he was basically trying to like imply that you're gonna have to go through life, and people are gonna fuck, fuck with, with you. you. People are gonna make you feel like shit, and you need to learn how to take it, like he did. Mm. I think that's all that scene was. Mm. Unless okay. maybe I missed a detail. I, I don't know, it. but that's how I took it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I I didn't know if that was more about like him not knowing how to socialize. Yeah, stuff, stuff like yeah. that because of how he grew up and like how he could really never really trust. So where the hose at part sounded like that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he sounded real old and corny when he said it. He yeah. was like, "Man, what? Come on, man! I know you know where the hose at. Like, what are you doing? And if you're not gonna touch him or let him touch you, then why are you even asking? Or maybe I I didn't no, think the, about the dude this. asked him that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dude the asked friend, him. The, the guy the. the Corner boy but he got he was like but I wanted to, oh, he was nervous yeah, right. though to even answer that question because he he was, I, he was looking like he could tell like he didn't know how to answer that's why he was like I don't know where you think they asked was the corner, boy, the was the corner boy testing though. him though hmm? was the corner boy testing nah, him? nah he's just a corner nah, boy he nah, ain't gay nah, nah. Yeah. I mean because you look at black black don't look like he gay yeah, so he, why would you think that but I mean I guess because he looks gay to me he ain't never been with nobody as black he looked gay to you you must not hang out in Midtown that often. Oh, so he looked like like what they call homo thugs? Time yeah, mm. like th- this whole perception mm. of that we had when we were younger, mm. right? Of what gay men look like, that shit is out the window. Right. Until I started working at AT and T, I it, remember. It's, it's a shame that but it took that, me that corner long. boy wouldn't have <clears throat> wouldn't have known the way that you know. No, no, no. I'm not even yeah. talking about the corner boy. I was just okay. talking about what Roger said. Oh, okay. Yeah, like okay. How, but, how but, I thought the but, same thing. Until but I got yeah, because they were in yeah, Atlanta. He like was in Atlanta. I feel like that's what Kevin was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, out, talking, no, 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 I was talking, uh, talking over you. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I was just saying he was in Atlanta by that point. I was thinking like maybe if he was still in Miami, maybe they heard wind of how he oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it would be like. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was in Atlanta. But, yeah. but yeah. what I was going to say. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. What I was going to say, though, uh, Mike, is um, the reason why I say that is because even 
Kevin was a little unsure. He's like, man, who are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because to him, he didn't look like he was gay or whatever. I don't think he looked like he was gay to Kevin. Because he was like, man, you got the car, you got the grill. You no, got that's the... just, I think that was just a testament Kevin to him saw through that. Yeah, that, Kevin was like, that you're that's being not you. Fake. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, right, right. You. I see that he's being fake. But, but that's I don't what think I'm... it had anything to do with you don't look gay. But that's what I'm saying. If you being fake, you putting on a facade as if you're not. I don't think it had anything to do with him being gay. Kevin could have, or Black could have been straight, and I think Kevin still would have said that. Yeah. Because he was selling, oh, he was selling drugs, and he's like, man, look what drugs did to you as a kid. Right, look yeah. at your mom. Well, who are you? So he's like, who true. are you? We'll be back after this quick break. After the beach scene, um, we go to that scene where Kevin has to fight Sharon. That scene was very powerful to me because Sharon was just like, damn, like, you too. I feel like in his whole face, like, you're the, like, I thought... I thought we had a better relationship than that. I thought we were better friends than that or something. And you're the one that's being... And even Kevin was just like, bro, stay down. But it was like, Sharon was like, nah, I ain't gonna stay down. Like, you told me never to be a punk, so I'm gonna take this ass whooping, I guess. I don't think he was taking the ass whooping for that. I think he was taking the ass whooping because he was like, kind of what you were saying, out of all the people, it was you. So I'm gonna make you continue to hit me over yeah. and over again because of what just happened, right? Because, and and I get what you're saying. I think... There may have been some hurt there with Sharon and and a little bit of shock because, well, I don't think he probably should have because if you think about how he got out of the car, right, Mm -hmm. um, there's two things that happened. Kevin was like, all right, man, I'll holler at you later. Like, you know, like nothing just happened. Like we just had this interaction, so all right, man, you know, I'll holler at you later. I'll, I'll catch you on the flip side or whatever, right? Sharon was walking. So for Kevin, it was just like whatever. Because he had already done that before, we I guess was uh, think. Sharon walked off smiling. That was know, the happiest day of his life clouds. at that point. Yeah, you get your candy. Yep. That is a good yeah. Thing. So he's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Come in the cafeteria, see him sitting with old boy. Was gonna go sit with him. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, nah, I'm gonna just go over here and chill. So he was still in in that world that he was in last night. First crush. And then all of a sudden that happened. And then, so, yeah, he was shocked, but he was like, yeah, I'm going to continue to make you do this um, to make you feel some type of remorse for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I got from him. That's why he kept getting up over and over again. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I was just so excited when he hit him with the chair, though. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, when he came in and... <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, thought he had the, I thought he had something in the book bag, oh. and he was going to hit him with the yeah. book bag. Did you something. notice his shirt then? What was I, I'm it? almost positive at that point it was solid blue. Mm. A blue shirt. Pos- it was definitely a blue shirt, mm-hmm. but it was a different blue shirt than he was wearing when he got his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. I mm. think at that point, it either changed to a solid blue or it changed to a shirt that has more blue like Kevin's did. So it showed like that flip side yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So I'm and telling then, you, man, when you watch how much they do with blue, it I got to watch it because I didn't yeah. notice it again until the second time. And now even you're mentioning a lot more details. I got to rewatch man. it. Yeah, I got to watch it. That was my favorite part in the whole movie. And then he did it. Mine too. He slammed him with the chair twice. Like he made sure. like he broke the chair. Yeah, he hit him with two of the pieces. Oh, both pieces. Yeah, God damn. We all knew what was going to happen because he had that walk. Yeah, they looked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look in that walk. He had that walk. And he had them jeans on too. You know them jeans on, boy. You know the White boys usually wear them like, all right, these niggas about to fuck somebody up. I even like the subtlety of, I don't know if y'all caught it, but he had second guessed it for a quick second. Did y'all catch that? Yep. Man, yep. yeah, he was about to walk through the door. He's like, yep. he did. Just like, I was like, man, this is so good. This is so good. The way but, there was, this. but there was also yeah, a transformation. And, and he continued this. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys noticed, but 
It was like when he put his face in the ice, yeah, in the water. So, which is like almost like a clean, cleansing. Mm-hmm. He came out a different person yeah. at that point, mm-hmm. and he was that person the rest of the film. And when he became black, you'll notice that he kept doing that uh-huh, routine yeah. over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like him putting on like this 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 character, this new guy that's gonna hide who he was, this like a punk. mask, a cold heart. He was cold hearted. Yeah, that so mm-hmm. he he walked in and and um. And man, he 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 got him. And they're never gonna let him live that right. down. Mm-hmm. Terrell, Terrell, yeah. man, Terrell oh, gonna done. catch it. Yeah, he's done. Oh, he done. Man, you it's remember that? Wild. You remember that time that gay nigga whooped your ass? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Absolutely. For the rest Absolutely. of his life. <laughs> that, that gay nigga broke your back. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Absolutely. Y'all the right as fuck. The rest oh, of man. his life, man. You got to move. Yeah. 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 But I like your take on the ice um, transition mm-hmm. though, because uh, that isn't that is important. Because you think about it, like if. If he had such a, a moment like that after he did the ice thing, yeah, why wouldn't you keep doing that? As, almost like a security blanket. But, yes. sense, right? but did yeah. it make sense for him to become a drug dealer? No. Uh, well, he, he went found, to juvie. He went to juvie and he, he got to connect with, just like Mahasher. Just like one. Yeah, he just yeah. found someone to connect with, right? Yeah. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. How did you take it? What, him go, like, what, him becoming a drug dealer? I, just face value with how he met the guy in Juven in Juvie, um, probably the perception of of, and like you said, growing up with Mahershala, seeing that he was the the tough guy in the hood, everybody knew him, so he he modeled himself after that because he kind of looked like him. I he thought it was do rag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He became he one. Father figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like he, he just pretty much followed in his footsteps. He was one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, but after had watch- the old school car. But after watching that, after watching his last interaction with Little, at least from our point of view, where he walks off from the table after realizing that he's the one that's been, that put his mom on crack, essentially. Right. Why do you go into that lifestyle? You know what I mean? He, I don't think he was specifically intending on going into that lifestyle. I think if he had gone to Juvie and met someone that was into computer design, <laughs> he would have went to computer design. I think what it was is he went in there and he found mm-hmm. someone that treated him like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Remember, this kid was an outsider from right. the jump from mm-hmm. the very beginning of the movie. And the only time that we ever see him happy is when he's in that dance class. Mm, yeah, yeah. Besides or that, just playing with his friends outside, like uh oh, well, well, with Kevin's the yeah. one friend. Yeah, yeah, the one friend. Yeah, yeah. the one friend. Mm-hmm. So when you when you fast forward, he lost Kevin, mm-hmm. he lost Juan, he goes to Juvie. And then he meets another Juan, basically mm-hmm. someone that's like, oh, you're one of us. Cool. Come hang out with me. Mm-hmm. By the way, I sell drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, if you look at it also, like the hood can can fail you too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's what happened to him. Like he got bullied for being who he was mm-hmm. to the point where he had to um, seek revenge. Mm-hmm. And because he went snitch on his boy, Kevin. All of them got away with it, but because the police, I mean, the the teacher saw him and they had a witness, he went to jail, completely changed his life. Same thing happened with Kevin. Same, similar situation, trying to be somebody that he wasn't in the same hood, trying to, like, punch it out, uh, oh boy. He didn't want to do that, mm-hmm. but he wanted to fit in too. And he ended up locked up. They mm-hmm. both follow mm-hmm. different paths, but both end up locked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being the drug dealer and Kevin came out and, you know, being a cook. Working at Waffle House. 
Making Cuban food. Boy, smiling. Cuban food I saw that. Him. I saw that, boy. That is, it's good, huh? It's good, huh? <laughs> he was smiling like that. That part was funny as shit. Because he did, like, get yeah, that little did. piece that fell nah, off. He's like, yeah. I saw that. I saw that shit good. And he's like, man, it's straight. Nah, bro, that shit good, boy. This, this movie made me think of forgiveness a lot. Because I know it's, it deals mostly with a, a, a young child dealing with their sexuality. But forgiveness was, was on my mind a lot because... For me, I don't know if I would have met up with Kevin after all those all those years. I don't know how my relationship with my mother would be, especially towards the end when she's at that rehab facility mm-hmm. and she's explained to him, like, I'm sorry, I've always loved you, even though I know when you were younger, I wasn't there for you. And because those scenes where he was with his mom when he was younger, like, those scenes were powerful. Like, how she treated him, uh, the name she called him, how she just dismissed him. Like he basically, she would always say like, "You fell out of love with me," and mm-hmm. as a child, it's just like you could see it on his face. I mean, that was of course the acting, but it was just more of like the representation of like a children of an uh someone who's uh who does drug abuse. Even that scene though, like where she you said the way she spoke to him, mm-hmm. like when they, it was in any dialogue, but you saw her mouth when she was like she basically was saying, "You're a fucking faggot," didn't mm-hmm. it? But then you knew that she kind of said that. Based on the next scene when he was talking to him, rehearsing them at the table, yeah. that's when he asked. He was like, "Hey, what is this?" Because she, my mom just called me. Did this. she say that though? Because like they yes, they replayed that said. scene again, and she was like, "Stop looking at me." Or it's like, a different scene. It's a different scene. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's a different scene. But that scene, you could, if you rewind it back, you could tell that's what she said. And then the next scene, he's like, "Hey, what's this?" And, you, and the reason why he asked it because that's what he had just heard. But that wasn't the first time mm-hmm. he got called that. Because remember, the kids, the kids in the beginning called, called him that mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I but I, I took it more so from that. Yeah, scene yeah when your mama yeah. call you that, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she hit different. But that's why I was like, the, yeah. the situations he was in that made me feel like I don't know if I could be in those because I don't know if my forgiveness is at that level, especially if I went through all that. But we're talking about a kid that you know. I think Mike has said this that he was he was an outsider. He always just wanted to kind of fit in and belong. He found that in Atlanta, but he never really got it from his mom. And his last memory of Kevin is him punching the shit out of him. And that was the one guy, as he is, as he said, like, that he had that interaction with. So once he picked up the phone, he thought it was his mom calling, and it was Kevin. He turned right back into Sharon. Mm-hmm. He became extremely vulnerable. Right, that in facade, there. yeah, that he, softened, he had, he you're absolutely up. right, was gone. But you also have to. That's a that's a a, a great point. Mm-hmm. What you also have to think about is how much. How little time that he spent with Kevin in the grand scheme of things, but how much Kevin impacted mm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't until the third viewing that I noticed his license plate. Did anybody notice his license plate? Who was it? Uh, uh, Sharon's. Mm-mm. It says black on it. Oh, yeah. And it, Kevin it, called him that. That was Kevin's nickname for him. Yeah. You have many years later. Mm-hmm. Kevin was the only one calling him this. Yeah, he was. But he kept that nickname. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that means he probably went to juvie and told people, yeah, they call me black. He turned into black. black. He turned into black. And this all stems from this one person Mm -hmm. that he had the one romantic interaction with throughout his entire life. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he's going to take that call and drive his ass them 10 hours. It's the only love interest he's ever had. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at it from that standpoint. Nick, you probably wouldn't do the drive because you've had other women. (laughs) But if you ain't never had no other woman. Yeah, no other interaction. If your ass looked like Rocky Dennis from Mask and when no other woman touch you, (laughs) but you got the call from the one chick that gave you a sand handy, you're going to jump in that car. No, I I understand why he he did it. You're going to make that 12-hour drive. But but 
for someone like him, I would think because he he holds in so much pain, mm-hmm. and it's like that every time he thought like when as soon as he heard dude's voice, I think there was what flashbacks to that moment that it, the last time he saw him, it was just like. How do you get over that to be like I'm gonna take the leap? Because he had to drive from Atlanta all the way to my because to it wasn't Florida just again. that it wasn't just the the, the beat down. I mean, because I think deep down he knew why he was doing yeah, it. He yeah, yeah, he understood that. He understood why it. he was doing it. You know, it hurt. You know, literally, literally, and like, right. but but it hurt him to, for it to be. But he he understood why. He didn't punch him that hard either. He could have softened. And it he did it. He, 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 he told him to stay down. He told him to stay down. So, so he was which one him. you think is gonna be more impactful? That beach or that hit couple hits into the face? Right. Yeah. Gonna be the beach. Yeah. I don't know. You got your ass up in front of all the high school kids. That but shit lasts forever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Once again, the, yeah, he was used to that. Yeah. That other stuff he wasn't used to. He, he wasn't used to. That was probably the one that. thing that made kind of. It didn't really make sense to him completely, but that was the one thing that he held on to. Yeah. So that's why he wasn't thinking nothing about that fight. Right. That must have been one hell of a damn song though. That song. Was, <laughs> I was oh, what I, song was I can't remember. Hello, Stranger, Hello Stranger. by Barbara Lewis. Could they pick the better song? How's it no, going? I can't remember. No, it, just, it just didn't match the Sing scene. It, how's it go? I ain't gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. It was just. It just. I feel like it just didn't match the scene. What you it matched that play? fucking scene when Kevin had that look on his yeah. face when he put it on. No, he turned around. The acting oh, about to go down. The acting right. did. I'm just talking about the song you itself. Play one twelve. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at first, it's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Or, or Kelly stepping right, 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 right. Or Moonlight is the limit. But shit. <laughs> but I, I, at first I Should've was like Should've been sex on the beach <laughs> <laughs> Hell no <laughs> I remember that song Oh man But no. at, at first I, I didn't I didn't I didn't think it did Cause I was like I, I don't know what song I thought I But it wasn't that Exactly And when he put he, that shit on I'm like That's he, the song He but had a whole story the lyrics though Yes, yes The lyrics It's like I think it was um, Like Hello stranger It's been a long time It was about It's been a yeah. long time mm-hmm. Here's this person that that I was once in love with that I haven't seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I think just listening to the lyrics and the song mm-hmm. is probably what reminded him yeah. of wrong. It wasn't like it was they song. Well, no, because like, I, oh, you remember that right, song we used exactly. to play? It wasn't they, like that. I That's thought what he I did it. Yeah, I thought he, t- he said it was their song. Nah, yeah. it wasn't their song. Nah, it, it wasn't. Like, it was this song Let's that this guy played that, re- that reminded him of him. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay. Yes. Got it. And, got and, it. and for me, it was just like, the, I love the soundtrack of the film so f- up to that point. Cause it was just hitting, you know. You it played the hate goody, it played the goody mob. It had the it had to chop the screw there. Cause I do, I'm like, oh, oh man, I'm man. fucking with this. Then all of a sudden, it played this little teeny bop. Uh, Hello, stranger. I'm like, all that right. shit fit. It was a flashback. Yeah. This, it does, but it was a jukebox. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I'm it, telling it you, the look that Kevin gave him when he put yes. that song on, he was like. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? You feel it too? You know what I'm saying? You feel his energy? <laughs> you feel his energy? It he looked sense. creepy though. He looked creepy to He me. looked creepy? Oh, Kevin? Yeah, he did. Like, like the later Kevin looked creepy to me for some reason. Mm-hmm. It was just his like looks. Him. I didn't, I didn't, he's probably the only Kevin I didn't like. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Jussie Smollett looking ass Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I liked him. I didn't like him, man. He just, he made me feel weird. Yeah. But maybe that, maybe that was intentional though. <laughs> yeah. It was just the way he was looking because. Cause it was looking in the camera, like he wasn't looking at. He's it like, wasn't looking at you. <laughs> it felt weird as fuck. Like, bro, stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was still the same old Kevin, though. I didn't think he was the same old Kevin. Oh, really? No, nah, I didn't, man. His eyes like, followed you around the room. Man, it was. <laughs> it, it, it felt like it. It, it did. That's how they shot it. No, no, if not. No, nah, I didn't I feel like he was my... following me. Oh, I thought that oh, was oh, what oh, you were no, saying. No, 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 no. No, no. I, I, I get what Rob's saying because there was yeah. this kind of gaze that he had. Yeah, but he was. Hey, he was blowing he, a smoke. He glamoured you like, for a minute. Man, stop. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? 
Hey, nigga. <laughs> they, 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 they clearly shot it from, from we were, we were Sharon looking right, at him. Exactly. And Kevin was like, that shit was powerful. I don't care what you say. Kevin was Mike. like, Nick. Right. I was like, this was like, yo, I had to turn my head. Like, <laughs> like, look at that. Who you looking at, goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> that day, that day, not me, right, right. Oh, dog, that shit was creepy, dog. <laughs> y'all are stupid. <laughs> y'all funny, man. <laughs> oh my god. B, what did you think about the ending? I was, oh. I, and I was, I was gonna wait till when y'all get to that part because I, I didn't like. What was the mess? Like they what? show him coloring message, yeah. and then, and then, and then you just see him in as a, a, you know, back as a kid on the beach, yeah. and it just went off. Well, you didn't I, get that? It took it him, took him back to the yeah. place when he was when he was the a most kid. comfortable. Yeah. Cause he was with, cause he was with Kevin. Yeah, and you was, could tell in his like he, his yeah. grills are showing, but this nigga looks off his head. Like he was yeah, like, man, man, he's that little kid again. Yeah, the same. He's his, home. His basically. head was, was on that again. shoulder. He was home. Oh, yeah, that was on the shoulder mm-hmm. again. Oh, okay, he was it was beautiful, again. man. It, like it was a perfect way to end the movie. Mm-hmm. With with we don't know about sex because it doesn't matter. Yes, because he says he says you gonna stay the night. And he kind of looks at him, so it's like implied that that's a yes. Yeah. But we know nothing. And he turned about the music yeah. up. And he turned the music up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Turn that song up a foot. And, but and it, I think, it just made sense. Yeah, for sure. And I think Mike has brought this up plenty of times when we have you know LGBTQ conversations about how it's not always about sex. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. about this. They love each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it that was so powerful to me. It's I'm about like, intimacy, not yeah. Exactly. It's about exactly. You don't have. It's not all about sex. Like. These dudes genuinely love each other. Yeah. Oh no, I wasn't expecting it to be about sex. I just didn't get it. I was just like, yeah, he was. He was. Oh. Yeah, and, and that's 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 what my my wife said. Like, she's glad that they didn't have right. that that set scene in there. It takes um, away she from felt, it. yeah, she felt it would have been you know worse that it would have um, over sexualized yeah, right. what you know. Uh, the gay experience or the gay life is like. It went beyond that. Yeah. It shows that they, right. these guys love each other. You and know he, was, he was only truly ever comfortable with mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. sort of Janelle Monet's character, mm-hmm. sort of. No, he was. But mainly Mahershala Ali and Kevin. Mm-hmm. So when it showed him back to being that little kid on the beach, it showed him that you're back to finally being comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like that part made the most sense. Yeah. Mm. Like if it just ended with him putting his hand on his shoulder, then it cut, and I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when the beach scene popped up mm-hmm. and the water back. again, he looked back. Oh, I was man. like, yeah, God, it was good. Oh, yeah, that damn, it was good. Man. Was it didn't hit me like that? I feel you because not real talk, not me. Real talk. That was my first. That was my first reaction. That's why, like, over my head. My ex at the time, she was like, "That's it. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, that was my. That's what I said. But like the second time I watched, I'm like, oh, I get it. It's about him." Finding himself, this, the whole the whole uh, soliloquy that Marshall Lee has with him when he's teaching him how to swim, mm-hmm. that's basically what that was about. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I had that same reaction because you know I was I thought there was going to be more to it, so I was like, that's it. And then of course to be seen, and then mm-hmm. you know my wife and I we just talked about it afterwards, and you know we you know I came to it, but I was like, okay, yeah, that you know made sense once we kind of talked it out um, that it wasn't much more, and these are the reasons why. Mm-hmm. Did y'all think this film deserved Best Picture? I don't remember what it was against. Uh, yeah, it I, was up against. Know. I'm gonna go down the list. This is the was one. It La La Land. Yeah, they said La La Land, and then they said, it "Oh, sorry, it was the wrong, wrong one. It's actually Moonlight." Yes. Harvey so yes. No, no, it was it was Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. He no. did that. He with did him. America. Oh. America. It was Jimmy USA. Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was the one presenting it. Okay. Yeah, and he he presented here's the wrong the, one. Here's a list of Best Pictures the year uh, Moonlight came out: Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures. La La Land, mm. Lion, 
and Manchester by the Sea. I feel like it was deserving. I don't know. I mean, some of those other movies could have could have easily won. I think too, but I just I like the fact that it won because it was so underrated, in my opinion. And it's like you know, I would yeah I would disagree with that. The the critical response was this is a ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that was immediate. Yeah. Moonlight, one of the consensus says Moonlight uses one of uh, one man's story to offer a remarkable and brilliantly crafted look at lives too rarely seen in cinema. When I say underrated, because it was an independent film, like what? Oh, maybe I'm using the wrong wrong terminology. Well, it was an independent film that that slid in against all of these blockbusters. Look at the look look at the list. Mm-hmm. Like these these were block like yes, th- I agree these were with fairly that. known. No, Hell or High wasn't a blockbuster movie, and but it had a uh, it had a uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, it had it had big. Act- uh, and, what's it, Jeff, Jeff Bridges? And? Those are big names. But this wasn't a blockbuster film. I don't even know how long it was in theaters. You know what? It wasn't. I think this is more. I, mean, I think this is more. I, I thought you meant like, I'm a, I was more talking about Star Park. Yeah, Star, Star Park. This had no Star mm-hmm. Park. Sure, sure, Like, sure. we didn't know any of these people, really. I mean, yeah. y'all say y'all know Mahershala, but I didn't but know not like But he was, yeah, no, not but like even like then, this was like yeah. his big yeah. break, technically. Yeah, so yeah, I felt, that's why I'm saying it kind of flew, maybe flew under the radar. Nah, not flew under the radar. Yeah, I think it was. That's what I meant about underrated. I don't know yeah. if I'm using the right terminology, but yeah. against those, mm-hmm. it's, it's like they know, had the least to work with. Yeah, with yeah. the greatest impact. Mm-hmm. It had the. It was like an underdog. Exactly. You, that's what I'm trying to say. I think that's what yes, you mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Underdog, not underrated. Underdog. And and also because it's the Oscars, you don't think that a black film is going to win Best Picture, especially a black film on with you know, no names, no names, and dealing with the subject matter. Yeah, yeah, and the subject matter because this is the first for which is again I'll get into that's what that's why I brought this one to the table for the most part like. I think it was an important film for for black filmmakers um, to to tell a story like this to show that the range we have. I know I wasn't on the episode where you guys were talking about um, the initial one when we was going to start this Black History oh, yeah. Month thing, and how you know the perception of black films were back in the day. I think this a film like this breaks those barriers, in my mm-hmm. opinion, and um, so that's why I feel like it was important to bring this one to the fold of Black History Month because I mean. No, this is the first time it had been done. I don't know any other black films that address this stuff like this. Hell no. So nah, nah. I was just like, wow. Maybe this- Pariah, I believe. Pariah, what is that? That's the one with, uh, I believe, Kim Wayans. It deals with... Uh, Kim Wayans? Yeah, it deals really? with... Really? Yeah, it's a serious role. Hmm. Like, she's... Um, I'm not trying to see... What was her a, name on In Living Color? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a It was a lesbian. I think it was a... a Are you talking about a, Paris? I think I thought it was called Pariah. Let me, let me double check. But go ahead with I you. I think it's Paris. But if that if you were talking about the same thing, or I think like a that. black woman lesbian role is a lot easier right. to slide through <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. than a black male role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It came out in twenty eleven. I've never heard of it. Yeah, uh, her identifying as she a lesbian. No, no, no. I, I thought think, that was like a I think I've seen laser that. ray coming up out of her head. Okay. Yeah. But that's yeah, the only that's again, the only like, yeah. black film. That's a Sundance yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. But um write that down. Yeah. But um yeah, man, I felt like it was important for uh for black films. Going on the 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 budget, it was made for one point five mil. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, I it was it, under two. Box yeah. office and made over sixty five. Over sixty five, so yeah. 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 That's a that's a huge hit for A twenty four and everybody involved. Um and it's still making money. Think about that. Like it's bringing up that conversation yeah. of this breaking the uh, the mold for black films, mm-hmm. the films that we were, were getting now afterwards. Mm-hmm. Do you think that I know this recent just came out, but this whole series we're doing were about like classic black rewatchable films. Would you say this film is is on par with that? What you mean as a classic black film? 
It will be. Yeah. It will be. Hell I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You don't think so? Sean? Was it like an instant <sighs> classic when you kind of saw it and watched it? Well, I, I wouldn't say instant classic because I, I, I like different type of movies. I, I understand that than most, I would say, black people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, nah, I, I know, I know I have a, you know, kind of collective. A refined palette. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes <laughs> to movies, it, like, I do. Like, I can't even be modest like that. But uh, <laughs> I really do. I watch some different shit. But, um, but no, nah, yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't peg it as a classic. I would just say it was an important film. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that. That's that's how I would put it. I would love if it was if people looked at it as a classic. Yes, I would love that. But I don't know if I, if I would say that it actually. So you is. put this in the same category as Antoine Fisher. What? This is better than fucking Antoine. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to fuck. Hold on, listen, listen. Why would I say that? Hold on, listen. I'm, Wait, I'm, are you saying it's worse or better said, than Antoine Fisher? No, that's what that? you. That's what you said though. Because you remember you said I'll put this as an. I won't put this as a classic film. I'll put this as an important film. And I remember you used the same context when we were talking about Antoine Fisher. You were like. I may not like this film, but I can see why it's important. Oh, it's not in the same context as that. Then. That's what. Okay, That's I not what you said, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. He, 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 he mixing my words. He mixing my words. <laughs> I'm just. Hey, I'm just, hey, that's good though. I mean, no. Yeah. I mean, for that clarification, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. No, it's not the same. Well, what? you know what? I am. I am. I am. You may need to talk to Jason. Saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'll take that back. I am saying the same thing. Even though I didn't like uh, Antoine Fisher like that, I do feel that it was, was still like an important. Type of uh, film or whatever, not classic but important. But this one, I want people to say it was classic. Whereas Antoine Fisher, I wouldn't care if they said it was classic or what. Mm-hmm. What whatever. makes it a classic black film? <laughs> um, I think you already said it. It broke. The yeah, mold. It broke. Yeah, it broke a mold. Yeah. There's no other. I don't mean to answer your answer for right. you. Uh, while Rod drinks his water, I'm gonna talk. I think it's it's very clear when he said that it broke the mold. There's no other black film that's done what this movie has done, where mm. it kind of opens up and creates the conversation among black people. <laughs> to me, that wouldn't make it classic. What to about? Me, oh, I'm to sorry. Me, what makes it classic though? Like when I think of a classic black film, mm-hmm. I think of something that will continuously be watched by people. I think like, this will. Yeah. You think so? I think yeah. generations to come. I think people will look back. And they'll say, because I mean, as open as we're getting now, mm-hmm. and we're getting more mm-hmm. open with this discussion, mm-hmm. I think this is a movie that people are gonna fall back on, right? Because like, like, and be like, this is one of the first films to ever do this yep. or whatever. What like, about that's Holiday what Heart? Say about classics. Huh? What, what about Holiday Heart? With oh no, with Revenge, uh, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, they was dealing with stuff that was cross dressing, I guess. Or it's not the same. But but that that's what this movie did. Just compare cross. No, but I'm just saying sexuality. Like that's not sexuality, Nick. That's a, that's I a can culture. be a completely straight cis man yeah, it's and a culture. cross-dressed. Okay. It's a culture. You I saw was just Wong Fu. <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah. thinking more of like, because when you say like, we've never seen this before, I'm like, they there's other. That shit too. No, we haven't seen it this they way. Did? They got awards for it? No, I said oh. heat. Oh, heat. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Nah, man. We, we've never seen this until a movie like this. Nah. We, nah. we ain't seen We've this, seen man. this in white movies. Right. And that's it. Like, there's, that's the thing that's so dope about this movie is there's so many white films that I feel like a young white kid that may be moving into this consciousness or this understanding, there's so many movies that they can fall back on. Mm-hmm. Black folks don't have Mm-mm. any. Mm-mm. So this is a movie that can maybe make young black kids feel normal mm-hmm. when they're like, yeah. oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm not interested in Cindy, but Chris but I, is, but- is, is, is interesting me, is making me interested and I have no idea why. They can look at this movie. And you know what's so dope about this real quick? Don't forget your point, Shelton. What's so dope about this movie is even 
as a person that's not gay, mm-hmm. just as a person that's an outsider, that's an mm-hmm. outcast, that's picked on, that's ignored, bullied, you can look at this movie and say, I can relate to little. Right. Like, I'm not gay, but I related to every fucking thing that was going on with little when he was really young. Mm-hmm. Kids chasing Getting him, bullied. kids mm-hmm. picking on him, kids calling him faggot. That was my fucking nickname damn near mm-hmm. in school. I can I understand, but I mean, when you look at it later on and you're like, damn, you, when he finally gets to be an adult and he finally gets back to that place that he can feel comfortable, like, we don't have nothing like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing. So I get, I I have no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that 10 years down the line, when you're talking about classic, maybe not 10, maybe a little bit longer, mm-hmm. people are going to look back at this film and be like, man, yes. And then you got people that look at it just based off the fact that it won Best Picture. People that, call too. It, yeah, that too. You know that too. And this leads to my last question as far as this film. Like, Barry Jenkins, this kind of like put him in the stratosphere as far as he's one of the next upcoming black film filmmakers in general, but black yeah. filming. He did Bill Street. Bill Street. He um Oh, I did watch that. That got did that, you like it? Cause that's the one I ragged. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember if I liked it. You or hated not. it. I, no, no, no. You didn't see you didn't you weren't on that review. It. You didn't you he weren't was in the room, but he just went yeah. in there. Yeah, I watched yeah. it later. And I I understood <laughs> what Rod was saying, but I don't think I hated it. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought because I like slow burns. Mm-hmm. I know you do too. Cer- certain yeah, yeah, ones. I, do. I like slow burns, and I don't think that movie bothered me that much. Yeah. Well, I was just I mentioned him because I because I think he's doing a uh, he's doing a lot of stuff like with Amazon specifically. Like he's got his own underground railroad TV show coming out. Hmm. Um, Wait, it's coming out or it's already out? Because there's a show that I Called keep underground. Yeah, I keep it's me and the tag Ken yeah. in it, but I keep forgetting because mm. it that no, it looks good. whack. It's, no, it's it looks good. It's, it's good. good. It looks like. It's called Underground. It, yeah. it had two seasons already, but I don't know. I just saw the cover art, and it was two black folks Which one we, looking like yeah. slaves we with guns. About? And I was like, Ken has to watch this shit. Yeah, because the guy, the guy that played MC Ren on Strata Compton, he, he's the main character. That shit's pretty good. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. it's supposed to be coming yeah, I out. I can't remember his name. It's it's damn near the same title, The Underground Railroad. It's so supposed it's to something be else. Okay, yeah, so it's not the same show. Yeah, this yeah. Is, it okay. must be. So it's supposed to the come out. The one I'm talking about, the guy that played MC Ren is the main character on it. And he's actually got a, a movie coming out that he co-wrote. Charm City Kings is dealing with Philadelphia. He's got Meek Millen and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but like he's been, it seems like his name's getting a lot more buzz and buzz as as it comes along. And and he's one of the young black filmmakers that I think that a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at the underground. That should have been that debit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this him, this him. Yeah, that, that was it. Let me see. This Damn. shit looks so trash. Is that one? Is that one with uh, Jesse Smollett's sister in it? You clicked off of it, B. Hold on. It's the guy. I just know the guy playing Strata oh, Would you watch this? No, I would not. Exactly. This looks like ass. I believe you that it's good. No, I you don't have to. I mean, you know, I believe you. Yeah. Come on now. B didn't say it was good. B said he liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I you're watching now. That's what you're currently watching? It's not on no more. Yeah, oh, okay. can't but that's what you were watching yeah. that Damn. show. They yeah. lynched it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Barry's name popping up like that? Well, this one film. Well, because what he did, if Bill Street can talk too. So far, his two films that are are well known have gotten two black people nominated for nominated and won Oscars. Yeah, because Regina King won. Yeah. Regina King won. And she for, did. A, she did excellent in that movie. Yeah. But so remember we, she we talked did, about. I, it's yeah, it's just yeah, it that, it's just the movie yeah. as a whole. I just I just want to feel it. But we we kind of discussed before when we were talking about um, sorry to bother you that there's not enough weird black filmmakers, and mm-hmm. I feel like maybe that's why his name is popping up a lot more because when it comes to black film, we don't have a lot that are quote unquote right. super artistic mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. out there yeah. or we don't have a black Wes Anderson right. 
hate Wes Anderson, so um, we don't have a. I guess just keep it to what yeah. you were saying. No, 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 that, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a black Wes Anderson, so I feel like right now it's easy for people like Barry Jenkins to pop up and stick out, just like it is with Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of black horror filmmakers. Right. So it's easy for these guys, if they do quality work, mm-hmm. it's easy for them to pop out and stick out. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're used to just black folks coming out with hood movies, mm-hmm. which is fine, yeah. or black folks coming out with comedies, which is also perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But for someone to make a movie like Moonlight, or even though you guys don't like it, I think the way Beale Street Could Talk was filmed was fucking dope. Oh, yeah, I, we agree yeah, with I that. was the only Eric, one that liked it. Well, like, we agree with that, the yeah. way it was shot and the way it looked. Okay. He does an amazing job with that. It was just... Right. I just wasn't crazy about the story and some I of the actors that. and some of the actors in it, like the father. I, yeah, I just some of that stuff I just didn't like. But but yeah, I think I admitted that in the, in the review. That yeah, I love you love his cinematography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, the, the, you can't really name too many people like him like that. Right. I'm glad you picked this movie, uh, Rod. I, uh, I think you guys have been meaning to review this for a while, so I'm glad we got a chance to do it, especially during Black History Month, mm-hmm. uh, just to show a wide spectrum of the different yeah. types of films we've been black people been creating uh, as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so please on the FPS podcast Reddit thread, let us know what you guys think of Moonlight. Did it age well? Is it a black classic? Are we going to see more films of dealing with this subject matter moving forward? Uh, hopefully, we do, so we can just expand upon the black experience. We will also be doing an upcoming mailbag episode because, uh, yeah, they've been getting on me as far as not reading y'all <laughs> y'all comments. So we're gonna do a whole dedicated mailbag where I'm reading all y'all questions. I'm gathering them up now, so please make sure you. Uh, post anything, even recommendations, uh, topics, opinions, and all that. Um, and that's us for this week. Appreciate you, Sheldon, to come through. Uh, no problem, no welcome no back anytime. Uh, you gonna be here for the Legend yeah, of Nigga Charlie? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Here. So yeah, that'll be us for this week, and we out. Peace. Peace. Peace.